Before we get started on this episode of Badassery Podcast, I'd like to go ahead and talk to you a little bit about the platform that made this all possible, and that's Anchor. So if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And I'm definitely speaking from experience here because more than anything, I am a writing and print gal as opposed to an audio and video gal. So when I was looking for platforms to host my podcast, I turned to Anchor for its ease of use and ability to have all of the tools all in one place. So even if you don't have, let's say, the Adobe software or any other audio software, you can use the creation tools within the program to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. So you can be commuting, flying, out of your house, anything, and you can still produce a quality podcast. And Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and any other platform that you choose to listen to your podcasts on. What's more is that you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So if you're anything like me and just starting out, you can use a podcast as maybe an additional revenue stream without having to wait for millions of people to listen to it. So all in all, it's everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So to get started, go ahead and download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. And welcome back to Badassery Podcast, your go-to podcast for tips and tricks on how to be your most badass self and the everyday people who are doing it. It's Alexa here. I don't even know where to begin right now. It has been an absolute crazy last week. I, you know, it was just very chaotic for me, which kind of brought up some anxiety that I had had, even though I really had no reason to be anxious. I just, as a planner, I guess, everything going upside down. I was just like, I don't know what's going on. What's next? What's my future going to look like? You know, things like that. So it's very, very crazy for me. And this week as I'm recording this, you know, it's Monday. Things are a little bit more settled. Um, I know they just announced today that all, you know, restaurants are stopping in house service and going to deliver your online. A lot of retail stores have closed, gyms have started closing, things like that. So we're almost, I guess, done with all the closures, but I feel like a bulk of the madness happened last week. Like, I kid you not, I was off of social for like an hour one day and I come back and, you know, March Madness basketball tournament is canceled. Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson have coronavirus. Trump puts a travel ban on. So I was just like, wow, okay, a lot of news, a lot of things to just take in. I've started working from home full time. Um, If you like know me or I think I may have mentioned on here a couple times, I do work from home a couple days a week, you know, usually like Wednesdays and Fridays, but it's a big adjustment kind of for me working from home every day. So it's kind of just nice to have that vibe going and kind of that more flexibility with my days. So that's the plus. But yeah, we are working from home for the time being just to not contribute to this and, you know, just help flatten the curve and do whatever we can to flatten the curve. So I'm fine with it because I have a pretty good setup. I've got like four different workplaces at home I can work at. Fridge fully stocked with food, plenty of coffee, so I'm good there. Um, But yeah, and then school for me is 
now completely online for my grad school program through the end of the semester. So we are conducting class via Zoom, which for me works because I use Zoom all the time at work. So it should be interesting how, you know, everyone else adapts to it. So that's where school's happening. Um, I got notification today that my Spin Studio Cycle Bar has temporarily closed. Not really sure how long it's going to be closed for. I think most places are at least closed for until the end of March or even a month. So we'll see how long that will be. But yeah, it's just different things like that I have to incorporate into my schedule. So right now I'm just doing like the bare minimum errands. Like today I ran out to you know, drop off my tax return and drop off my tuition check, two things that I would say are pretty time sensitive. And, you know, trying not to go to the stores. I obviously can't go to the gym. So I've been trying to do like some walking and I have like weights and stuff at home I can utilize to get like an at-home workout in. So, I mean, there are ways around it, but I'm just excited to kind of have some more time to get things done because I basically have like I would say three, three and a half more hours in my day than I would um, by the time you factor in commuting, getting ready, going to the gym, coming home, etc. So I'm really trying to utilize that to get like a lot of these projects done. So I have a huge kind of lofty to-do to list. So I have stuff for my business I want to get done. I have stuff personally I want to get done. Like I want to declutter my closets is on my list, to read more, to do some hand lettering. You know just kind of things like that so just kind of a good balance just so I'm not you know watching Netflix for the next couple weeks so but the days go by like I'm recording this now it's like already 830 I'm like where did the day go so it did go by pretty fast just trying to keep myself busy but at the end of the day I'm just trying to make the best out of this chaos and I know not everyone is as I guess lucky as I am with his little impact um I know some people you know if you have sickness or if you're in college and it's like your last semester and graduation is kind of hanging in the air um things like that so it could definitely be a lot more stressful but I just you know guys keep your head up you know just keep keep moving forward it's not the end you know a good quote that I had read um more from a religious aspect is anything that's bad is not usually created by God so you know if you want to take things literally this is not you know a God created thing you know it's you know created by the devil as a distraction and temptation and things like that so we shouldn't just be panicking we should just try to keep a level head just breathe everything will be okay and it's as they say in spin it is not forever this is not going to be forever it's going to be temporary and you know later on in the year we will just think oh it was just a blimp in 2020 so when you think about it in the long scheme of things you're okay but yeah that said like with a lot of things on my plate it's how do i not procrastinate on doing those things and instead watching shit's creek on netflix which is my latest binge by the way, if you guys have not started watching Shit's Creek, believe in the hype because it's honestly really good. I started watching it and I was like, Ugh, I don't, I don't know. And then I got back and start finished the episode and watched the second one and I was like, okay, I'm hooked. So I'm like halfway through season two already. So I know what my quarantine show is going to be. <laughs> um, but yeah, so kind of, you know, trying to get tasks done. So it kind of 
leads me to this week's topic, which is all about the science behind procrastination. And this topic kind of fascinates me because for the longest time I was like, oh, procrastination just means you're lazy and you're not getting on the things you need to do. But in reality, it's not that at all. So a while back, I think it was about a year ago, I read a very interesting article from the New York Times, which I'll link in the description um, on these podcasting platforms if you're interested in checking it out about why we really procrastinate. And I think the title was along the lines of, um, it's no, it has nothing to do with laziness. And it's true. But to give a little context, the word procrastination is derived from the Latin word procrastinare, which means to put off until tomorrow. But it's also de- derived from the ancient Greek word akrasia, which means doing something against better judgment. So at the end of the day, when we procrastinate, we're avoiding the task in question, but we also know it's a bad idea, but we end up doing it anyway. So it's kind of this irrational self-harm, so to speak. But here's the kicker. We engage in this irrational cycle because of the negative mood behind a task. So just think about this. Like, it makes total sense. Like, I don't know, pick the task at the bottom of your list. It could be cleaning your bathroom, doing laundry, organizing, whatever it might be. And most of us have dread when it comes to these tasks. And what is dread? Dread is an emotion. So it kind of, when you think about the connection and kind of just break everything down, it makes total sense. But scientifically speaking, it's an emotional regulation problem rather than a time management problem because we can make time for things that we really care about. But the problem is when we don't care about it, we don't want to make time for it, if that makes sense. Like there'll be times on the weekends where, you know, I have pretty much 48 hours, if not more, to do tasks. And I know I can get everything done, but there's just some tasks that I'm just not really in the mood to do. And I'd rather just sit and relax instead. But then that's also considered a temptation. So, um, you know, procrastination is about being focused on the immediate urgency of negative emotions rather than getting on to the task. You deal with like the tasks um, that you have and the emotions around those tasks in the short term without realizing the long-term impact and then you end up feeling guilty about it. So let's say, you know, you didn't get to cleaning the house. So then you put it off and then Monday comes around and you're like, oh God, I should have cleaned the house. Why didn't I clean the house sort of thing. So you kind of feel guilty and kind of feel bad about it, even though what you were doing to procrastinate, maybe it was watching TV instead of cleaning. It was something to just solve the problem in the short term. But interestingly enough, there might be some tasks like, I don't know, writing a resume, writing a document, something that can stem from deeper feelings, such as like self-doubt, anxiety, etc. For me, I don't so much get writer's anxiety or anything anymore. Creative writing, I do. Um, but like business writing, what I do every day at my job, I would say I'm totally fine on that. But I could even see it with my creative writing. Like sometimes like, you know, I won't write because I think it's just more stemming from fear of my work being read because writing is so subjective as is and throw in the creative element, you know, people will judge the crap out of that. You know, there's like that fear and that self-doubt when it comes to that. But then over time, you know, like I said, procrastination 
you don't only have those productivity costs, like, you know, you're wasting the time that you had to do something, but kind of also has these destructive effects on your mental and physical health. Like you'll feel guilty, you'll feel overwhelmed, you'll feel stressed out if you aren't getting the tasks done when you need to get done. So that said, you can't just tell yourself to stop procrastinating. It kind of doesn't really work like that. So it's a difference between how you're getting work done um, and it doesn't really usually correlate with the root cause of procrastination. So anything that you read like productivity hacks aren't really ways to overcome procrastination. It's about more so making the most of your time. And this isn't what procrastination is. It's not really making the most of your time. It's the feelings towards your tasks that you have, um, just to kind of make that distinction. But that said, we need to try to find a better way to reward ourselves rather than avoiding it when it comes to procrastination. The science behind procrastination is you will feel you know these temptations like for me organizing is a huge temptation and means of procrastination i will you know stop what i'm doing drop everything and i'm like oh my bookcase should need organizing and decluttering so i just go ahead and do that or baking i'll just drop everything and be like oh i'm gonna go bake but you need to just find a better system rather than avoiding the task when it comes to procrastination maybe if you get the task done, you can watch an episode of your favorite TV show or you can, you know, then go on to that task or you can go out and run an errand or something like that. Just some incentive to get you to do the task without procrastinating on it. But that said, you also want to be more forgiving on yourself because how many times have you not gotten something checked off your list and you, you feel bad about it? That's happened to me so many times. Like if I leave a task hanging and if it just keeps getting rolled over from to-do list to to-do list, I, you know, feel super stressed and I'm like, okay, I just gotta get this done. I just start feeling really hard on myself and then I start feeling, you know, very guilty and very upset and very overwhelmed that I didn't get that task done. But you kind of have to, you have to be more forgiving and self-giving and you have to move on from this and just move on from the task, do something else. Um, but because we are all human and we all have needs, sometimes, you know, it's good to unplug rather than doing a task that you can put off. You know, and there should be no shame in that because we're all human. We need to relax and we need to balance our time, especially if we work full week. We do things after work. So, you know, we have 16, 17 hour days without any time to relax so we just need to be a lot more forgiving on ourselves and more compassionate this can support motivation and personal growth so like you know getting a task done um in totally a non i guess no pressure situation where you're just like okay i'm just going to do things at my own pace i'm just going to relax and breathe and not rush you feel more motivated, you feel like you're growing as a person, um, but it can boost motivation and increase your self-worth and foster positive emotions for the future. Like if I'm getting a task done that I've been waiting a while to do, I feel so good and I'm like, okay, I wanna just keep going and keep doing what I'm doing here. 
So there's not an easy way to do it, but you just kind of have to give yourself the freedom and not put as much pressure on yourself to get things done. Because at the end of the day, and it's taken me years to learn this lesson, that nothing is a do or die situation at the end of the day. If you don't get a task done on Monday, yes, you can move it to Tuesday. And I think the more you accept it, the easier it is. And granted, for me, I have a tendency of perfectionism and anxiety where nothing gets me more high than getting everything off of my to-do list. But at the end of the day, you just have to remember that you can't get everything off your list all the time. Some days you can, and for me, maybe it's like two days a month where I can actually get everything off of my list. Actually, today I did a pretty good job. The last task I just had was to unload the dishwasher, which I don't know why it's like my least favorite task, even though it takes all of three minutes, but I'm working from home tomorrow, so I'm just going to do it tomorrow. And I think being that person and just being like, okay, you know, I have some time tomorrow, I'll just do it first thing takes care of it you have a plan which is more than enough like having a plan is the first step to kind of battling procrastination and for me like I'm a huge planner huge scheduler um I like to to some extent I've mentioned this before time block I have this really awesome little check pad thing from Erin Condren I bought where it's has your week on one piece of paper so the first like two-thirds of the page is just the boxes for the week and the other third is just like a list so what I did this week since you know I'm working from home I have a lot I want to get done is I just wrote down all the tasks I'm thinking about wanting to do on each day so then that way when I'm you know working through my day and making my to-do list I'm just like okay you know on Monday I want to get x y and z done Tuesday I think I'm gonna get a b and c done whatever it might be. So now, you know, I'm looking at that list and I'm like, okay, I have a plan in place to take everything that I thought was super overwhelming and break it up into days based on what I know I can get done. And obviously I'm at home. I don't have a whole lot of places to go. Um, so it's not taking up huge chunks of my time. I can get ahead of things. I can do things throughout the day. It doesn't just all have to be done after work, you know, so just things like that is just making this time easier and even on the weekend I kind of try to time block a little bit just trying to be like okay if this task takes two hours let me block out two hours for this and then that um, just because I juggle so much on the weekend in terms of working and maybe seeing friends and doing social things well I guess not for the foreseeable future but for an, any normal weekend so I think if you just kind of go ahead and for just make a plan to tackle it, I think it'll be a lot easier. Um, instead of being like, okay, I want to do 6,000 tasks today, then you're going to start feeling overwhelmed, you're going to rush, and then the quality of your work isn't going to be as great. Um, and that's another thing I've learned too is, you know, just take your time with things because I would rather have something be of a better quality than try to rush and get it done. Which is why on any given work night during a normal week, I allow maybe like two and a half-ish hours to get something done. And it might just be one task or like two smaller tasks. Just because I know how fast I work, I know myself, I know my time schedule, 
um, things like that. So I just want to make sure that I'm doing what I can the days I can do it and then just make sure everything is at the highest quality. Then that said, how can we then stop ourselves from procrastinating? And I kind of touched on this, but like I said, make a plan, first of all. Make a list, write down your to-do list. That's what I did when I, you know, did this whole quarantine thing when the decision was made um, by both, you know, the Colorado government and myself to just stay inside. I literally just took out a piece of paper and wrote quarantine on it and just wrote down everything I wanted to get done slash needed to get done. And this was with hobbies, with work, with school, anything like that. So just kind of just making a list, but then, you know, you want to break that pro large project into smaller tasks to make it less overwhelming. So an example of this is going to be, you know, decluttering, a thing that I wanted to do. And I declutter pretty frequently, probably more frequently than most. I just hate looking at clutter and I hate having things in my house that like I'm not using. But instead of trying to do every single thing in one day, I'm going to just, okay, today I'm going to focus on closets. Tomorrow I'm going to focus on the bookcase. Just stuff like that to kind of make the task less overwhelming or even when learn doing a hobby. Granted, hobbies, like, you probably have better, like, a better attitude and mood towards. But if it's something where you have to go all the way back to the fundamentals, sometimes that's not really the easiest so I would just say if you're doing like a scheduled lesson or something, take it one thing at a time. So you just, you know, do like one chapter in a book or one lesson or something like that to keep it less overwhelming for you so you're being more productive in that time. But then if you have a task that you've been honestly putting off for weeks or months or anything like that, take a second to think about why you're avoiding that task. Are you afraid of it? Are you dreading it? Why do you have that emotion towards that task? And how can you do something to fix your attitude towards that task? Like I said, maybe it's breaking up the larger task. Maybe it's, you know, finding a time to schedule it. Whatever plan you can come up with and, you know, whatever you can do. And then another tip is you can definitely, you know, rid yourself of the distractions that make you procrastinate. If you're a big TV person when you procrastinate, put a block on like Netflix if you're on your computer, same thing with social media, you don't know, put a block on it, put a block on your phone for screen time, things like that, um, and just kind of try to get yourself into a distraction-free zone. That way you can be solely focused on the task at hand and it kind of just forces you to get it done. And it's totally easier said than done because for me, like, organizing is a means of procrastination. Um, so I can literally just dive into a project. I honestly almost did that today, but I refrained against it because I was like, no, you don't need to do this today. You have so many other things you need to get done. So yeah, believe me, I'm always in that same boat. And kind of going along with a plan is to kind of t just time batch and schedule your activities in the same way that you would meetings so you know maybe saturday you want to declutter your closet put it in there as an event you'll get a calendar notification if you have those turned on and it'll just remind you when you're sitting on the couch 
you know, just waking up with your coffee. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm going to do today. Um, so then I think it just kind of encourages you to set aside the time that you need to get it done as opposed to just kind of like mentally doing it or just putting it as an item on your list. That way you have an actual like date set, a meeting time set so you can, you know, tackle the project. And it's kind of an incentive um, to just stay focused too and you can almost kind of gamify it. Like you can be like, okay, like will this take me an hour to get done? Let's find out. The other thing is to kind of give yourself a deadline. I've read a couple of studies or seen them in the news about specific countries giving employees like four day work weeks which I think is an interesting concept because I definitely know if I'm like going out of town towards the end of a week I will kind of bust butt to get all the tasks possible I can get done in those like three or four days that I'm at the office so I definitely think it um gives you that push of motivation and an incentive to stay focused to get it done and the result of those studies was that you often procrastinate less when you have less time to do something. Um, so kind of going back to what I said before, if you only have an hour to declutter something, you're going to just zone in and focus on it. You're not going to put it off because you're like, okay, I only have an hour, like, let's start the timer. But yeah, like, I definitely think this works. I have seen it with myself. If I only have X amount of hours to get something done, I will sit and just plug in and just go for it. So I kind of encourage you guys to do the same. Just like give yourself a deadline to get it done. Think about the tasks that you're avoiding. Sometimes they're not always the ones that you hate, but the ones that you fear the most. And this is interesting. So I would say this definitely applies to me in terms of this podcast because to give you an idea, I bought the podcast mic in October with, I think, the intention to start the podcast in November, and I didn't start it until two months later, and I honestly think it was because I was scared of doing it because audio is a completely new medium to me. I don't really deal with it. I've always hated the sound of my own voice, and so... I just definitely procrastinated on it. I was like, oh, I'm just going to keep putting it off, keep putting it off. And even though I knew that recording a trailer only took like three minutes, it doesn't take much time at all. And even recording an episode, like my episodes are like 45 minutes or less. And that's really no time at all when you think about it. So for me, it was just something about the fear and the, um, you know, just the anxiety and like, what would people think? Like, are people actually going to listen to this? So, you know, again, that self-doubt and self-worth. Um, but at the end of the day, they are the tasks that you need to chase after. They are the ones that you need to find the time to do and just do them because the reward will be so much greater than the avoidance. Like, you'll feel so much better about yourself and feel so much more accomplished if you get that one hard or, you know, life-changing thing done. And ever since I started my podcast, like, it's been awesome. I've, you know, felt great. I've wanted to just record an episode. I don't want to feel pressured, and I don't let myself feel pressured by trying to get something up. I want to, you know, bring really good quality content to you guys and just on topics that I'm passionate about. And a lot of times that it can be hard, but you just have to be passionate and just want to go out and do it and I think that is the biggest thing when it comes to procrastination is 
just you know have optimism and an open mind and a good attitude and you should be good to go that's kind of all i have when it comes to this topic i know it was a super interesting one because we've all have thought of procrastination and associated it with laziness but i hope that you guys have learned and are interested in doing more research to see and explore your own emotions around why you procrastinate around certain tasks and what you can do to kind of avoid it but we all procrastinate so next time you you know find yourself procrastinating think about why and then try to try to i guess fight it before it has a chance to take over and we're doing some of like the tactics we talked about so you know doing it in batches doing it with a schedule whatever it might be but also don't forget to be forgiving when it comes to procrastination like don't let yourself feel guilty about you what you didn't accomplish but instead focus on what you did get done and be optimistic about what you can get done tomorrow and that's I think the biggest lesson I've learned especially when it comes to getting tasks done like we can't dwell on the past and that's definitely you know some tactics I've learned like don't ruminate on what happened in the past or yesterday and everything or even like what didn't happen during the day just worry about tomorrow and even I learned this thing or I I read it I can't remember um but it was like you know once midnight strikes like you're already in a new day so even if you're having like the crappiest day in the world like you're like okay midnight new day um and it's true so you kind of just have that mentality. So if I'm having a bad day, I'll look at my clock. And if it's like nine, I'm like, okay, almost only three hours left of this day. So just kind of like have that attitude and just stay optimistic and positive about what you can't get done because everything will get done. You will have time. If it's not tomorrow, it's the next day. So just be patient with yourself and just kind of like roll with the flow especially during this time um you might want to be super ambitious but remember just to be reasonable at the same time so use this time to be productive and cross some things off your list even if this era does seem hopelessness you know try to wake up in a good mood and be ready to tackle the day i know i that's what i'm trying to do it's definitely different for sure and definitely a lot of change but, you know, just make the best of it. Maybe, you know, you sleep in instead of doing, like, getting up at, like, 5.30, you can maybe get up at 6 or 6.30. Like, just, you know, let yourself take it easy and just kind of use this time to, you know, really just reflect and chill and, you know, get some stuff done. Like, use it, see it as a blessing as opposed to a hindrance. So, I really want you all to stay healthy and stay safe in the wake of this crisis and you know remember that not while it may seem that everything that you enjoy doing is canceled not everything is canceled you know reading isn't canceled facetiming a friend isn't canceled having a conversation isn't canceled doing a hobby isn't canceled you know just kind of remember and focus on the good and just what isn't canceled because it'll help you kind of just get through everything um, you know, just problem solve, find new ways, you know, if your gym's closed, take advantage of good weather, if you have good weather in your area, just find different ways to do things and just, you know, get creative and just problem solve. And because it's not the end all be all, it's just a temporary solution. So yeah, I really hope you all are having 
a good week in the midst of this chaos. I know it's hard. I know some of you will be tested for sure. Like, not because of coronavirus, but tested patients and stuff like that. Just wanted to clarify. But yeah, you know, just your loved ones and your prayers and talk to everybody and just try to make the best of this chaos. Um, so with that said, I will talk to you all next week. But in the meantime, go ahead and give me, you know, a like on social media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to keep up with all the latest on this podcast. Bye, guys.